0: This is JFM Podcast.
1: And uh, by that, we agree absolutely with the position of the leadership of the Plateau State House of Assembly.
2: Right, and that was the majority or the former majority leader of the Plato State House of Assembly, Honorable Maren Ishaku Yobo, uh, saying they are, you know, law, uh, they are not lawbreakers, they are law abiding citizens. But didn't they think about this step first, saying uh, it might cause chaos before making this bold step?
0: taking those um, particular actions to uh, invade the State House of Assembly yesterday as they insisted that they are the rightful elected officials or rightly elected lawmakers who were ready to resume plenary sessions are um, get back to their duty post as at
2: yesterday. But if you ask me, I think uh, you know they were actually wrong because the Court of Appeal sacked the Supreme Court. Did not say they should return. The Supreme Court only bases judgments on. Uh, you know the governor, and yes. he symp- I think the Supreme Court sympathized with those who have lost their seats. Uh, you know, with the such judgment that was placed by yes, the court of Yes, and also Appeal. the
0: governor um, made a statement to say they should allow the NUJ take its the, the course, sorry the NJC take its um, course and not uh, take laws into their own hands.
2: But unfortunately, they went ahead to take the laws into their hands. At the end of the day, they were tear-gassed because they were sacked. Uh, They are not supposed to be there. Whatever judgment that happened on the 12th of January was for the governor and not for People Democratic Party in total. It was to affirm the seat of the governor, which it happened. Well, that actually went down and of course we've heard from them. Of course, a lot of them had to speak yesterday, but these are the ones we could actually lay our hands on. But moving further, it was a sad day in Mang'u local government area. Barely one month after the attack in Boko's local government, uh, Mang'u local government again, the town of Mang'u has actually been, uh, you know, disturbed at this very point. A lot has actually got as the governor made a proactive step. Uh, so many people applauding the governor for that step he took uh, by declaring that coffee for twenty-four hours. Yeah, and reports
0: reaching us. Say that no fewer than eight persons were confirmed dead in the fresh violence that erupted uh, Monday night into Tuesday morning in Mang'u local government area of Plateau State. And well, we have we have also received quite a lot of um, hailings from citizens saying what the governor did, you know, imposing a 24-hour curfew immediately uh, helped cur- curb the spread of. These killings, or because the, the 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 local government, as volatile as it is, I think that's that was a a right step in the right direction by imposing a 24-hour curfew immediately the attacks began
2: you know from what we heard from mr yusuf this morning during yes. the newspaper analysis he made it clear that uh you know before now it was a case uh yeah it's not as religious as other people might think but it was a case of a bike man who was actually stopped in between uh, the cows the you cattle. know and he had uh you know a clash with them and the next thing i think uh, uh some of the cows were killed and the man also that was where everything erupted from yeah. Well, we will not be talking about this issue all alone as we have one man who has actually been uh, a family to us. Each time we we'll call, he always makes sure he's available. Uh, we have in the studio this morning His Excellency, uh, you know, Luca Pampey. Good morning.
1: Yeah, good morning, uh, the studio crew.
2: Yes, I'm Richard Badung, and we'll, alongside me is
0: Nami Karim. Good morning, and thank you for joining us.
2: Right, uh we know the situation in Mangu local government already. Uh since uh, this administration came into power, uh a lot has actually gone down. Barely forty eight hours after the Thanksgiving of his excellency Barrister Caleb, Manasse Mutfwang, We've been seeing attacks and of course uh, a little fight from both angles. Uh we, Mangu, Bokasoka government and Barakaladi to be precise. And a lot of people have actually tied this down to the fact that uh It is because of the lots of raw materials we have on the plateau. Uh,
1: Well, uh, I think, uh, well, let me also start by saying good morning to our listener out there. Uh, I think fundamentally we need to put Mangu into perspective uh, first before we also begin to look at uh, how to perhaps demystify uh, what is also happening within the context of this greater general area uh, that you have mentioned, uh, whether it's Mangu, Barking Ladi, Obokos, or, uh, or, or even with a spilt over to part of Lere uh, on the other northeastern part of Mangu and, uh, of course, uh, Nasarawa State and all that. Now, let me put this quickly into perspective. Uh, You see, Plateau State generally is often seen as a north of the south and south of the north. Uh, It's very strategic. Uh, I'm starting with Plateau State because you can't talk about the micro-unit within the context of Plateau without putting Plateau in, in front. Uh, When you look at the state itself, it is a gateway to the northeast. Uh, And so if you get it right in this country about stemming the tides of some of these issues of security that we're talking about within the context of plateau, then perhaps it might be a bit easier for you to address it along the elongated uh, areas of Abuja, Niger, Kogi, Kaduna, and all that, so Plateau is very strategic. It's at the center. You talked about its resources. Yes, we understand that, and that should be a conversation for another day. Now, having said that, uh, you would not be talking about the far north without Plateau. And you mm. can't be talking about the far south without plateau, yeah. and that means that the elements of the southern culture, tradition, economics are found on the plateau, and that is why the late Bongom uh, of uh, uh, blessed memory. Uh, you know plateau and of blessed memory. Uh, that is late Dr. Fombot had described in September 2001 that Plato is seen as a miniature Nigeria there can be no any other description and city within the context of our hemisphere north of the Niger or south of the Niger that can be described uh, within the context of the strategic nature of Plateau, So the point is that if you get Plateau down, then automatically you are likely going to have both the south and the north uh, lynching on each other, as it were. Now, having made that point, if you go to the microscopic level, then you will also see that Mangu is the south of the north and not of the south. Now, in plato Mangu played that strategic role. And I think w- most of the times, we leave the ideology of the issue and we focus on the analysis of the uh, symptoms and the, the implications of what we are talking about without actually looking at this because it is the foundation of understanding how to address with, uh, these issues. So Mangu is strategic. Now, for example, uh, you cannot also pass to Bunga uh, from Joss without passing through the center of Mangu. Just like you see terminus area, the run about uh, between the northern part of Joss and southern part. That is how you see that Gindiri Junction. Uh, as a demarcation between the northern and the southern in the true sense of the word. So again, if you get Mangu down, then of course places like Panshin, Kanke, Kanam, okay, Mikang, Shandam, Wase, Kwanpan uh, automatically are cut off uh, in that cycle. The only way you can have a nexus in terms of connectivity is for you to take either through Nasarawa State, uh, Akwanga, Lafia, through Shandam, and then you get back uh, to, to those particular areas. On the other side of it, for you to get to maybe, let's say, uh, Kungur, Gagdi, uh, uh, and many other communities in Kanam, then you would also have to go through to Robauchi and then you cycle your way back to Kanke, to Amper, and then to, to Panshin. So this is very strategic. And I'm saying this because until and unless we stop trimming the leaves of a tree in an attempt to address the problem and begin to focus on the root we are going to go through this same cycle over and over again And these are fundamentals that will bring back the idea about what you have also asked. Let's look at the economics of the issues. Let's look at the social uh, dimension of the issues. Let's look at the political uh, factors of the issues. But let's also not forget about the historical dimension of the issues. But you cannot undo history. You can only manage history. So here is the issue. We have seen these sporadic attacks along this this angle. Now, if you take the Bokos-Nasarawa-Mangu Corridor, right to Sabongeri, you might be looking at the Lugere area, uh, which is likely a small forest and uh, what you call a rural uh, irrigation uh, center, or Ruga, if you excuse (laughs) the use of that. Exactly. Now, if you also take the site where communities have also been attacked, and I'll paint this in perspective, because security agencies also need to do this mapping. The hunting in the city has not helped us. We need to understand where these issues are coming from. So you are dealing with for example, what happens with the borders? And I will mention this for the sake of practicability because we don't talk about theories when it comes to lives of people, yes. <laughs> as it were. So again, if you take the axis uh, from Bokos, uh, for instance, then it is easier for you to see from Kawel to Ikungwap to Horop, uh, to Mushere area, and you look at the forests that surround that area right into places like Chakfem. Then, if you turn around the back of Mangun Ampang and all that. Then you might also be talking about the connecting axis between Katul Kabum Kaburuk uh, on the other side of Jipal. And the terrain in that particular area also is one that allow movements, you know, into those particular uh, centers, the hinterlands, as it were. Then if you take the northeastern part of Mangu, you'll be looking at communities from Lere right up to the uh, places like Gindiri to Chanso. Then with a nexus through to places that were also attacked. Uh, like Gogotkung to Washna, you know, right up to generate Marabam Pushit, and then you cycle around that area. So that general area needs to be understood by everybody that is concerned with issue of security. And what that also means is that Mm. you look at the movement of people, nihilist groups, along these corridors, as it were. So once you are able to address that matter, then we can now come back to Mangu Town itself, and then we look at it. I can tell you for free that there is no linkage other than the ones I've mentioned beyond Mangu Gindiri Junction. If you don't follow through from Sabongari to Mangung Hale, uh, uh, I mean, uh, yes, Mangung Hale right up to uh, uh, Angwan Kaswa, and then you move into Mangu Town. So now let's look at the issues. There were attacks in this other areas as it were now it has come into the city city. okay now into the town mangu is a cosmopolitan semi-urban local government true what that also means is that you have a conglomeration of the same kind of miniature ethnic nationalities you have in just in mangu Mangu. Mm -hmm. i will give you an example from the palace of the traditional district head of mangu From that of the royal head of Mangu, right up to Sabongeri, right into maybe Bunga. Let me paint a picture for people who don't understand Mangu. You will find Yoruba people there doing business. You find Ebira doing business. You find Igala doing business within that general area. Then again, the nature of the settlement of that particular local government is such that it is almost difficult for you to throw in a religious conflict and find your way through. The reason is very simple. Number one, you find, for example, the Fiam people who are our brothers in Gindri, where you find quite a number of them who are Muslims. Now, in that particular settlement, it becomes very dangerous because intermarriages have also occurred there. Yeah. there. Now, if you take into context again the nature of settlement, I'll give you an example. If you go to Gambwas, you'll find Muslims and Christians. With the same ethnic nationality, Hmm. as it were. Mm -hmm. If you take from Tam, from that Islamic school, right into uh, Professor Sonitio, then uh, Center, Youth Center in Tam, and then you go right into Kaswang Ali in Gindiri then, of course, it will give you sleepless night if you hear that there is likely going to be crisis in Mangu. Hmm. The reason is because blood to blood, you are going to kill your own at the end of the day. And that is the nature of Mangu it were. for people who don't understand Mangu, my immediate younger sister married a full animal. We are Mogavul in Mangu. Now, it will prick your conscience to know that if there is going to be a Muslim Christian religious dimension of a fight, then it's going to be a very dangerous very one. Dangerous very dangerous one. Very, very dangerous yes. one uh, in the true sense of it. So, I'm painting this picture so that we can now understand where we are now. So fundamentally, you ask the question, who is sowing the seed? Who is sowing the seed there for this discord? And who is interested in that local government? Who is interested in cutting the bridge between the Southern Plateau and Northern Plateau? You should be able to unravel that question and address it fundamentally. I was a consultant to the Plateau State House of Assembly hoc Committee on Conflict. This morning, when you invited me, I went into my archives to look at it. 24th of June, 2015, during the plenary of the House of Assembly here in Joss, there was a motion that was moved about attacks and crisis, which took a same dimension that we're seeing in Mangu with areas like Riyom. Uh, for example, a member moved a motion. 24th of June, okay, 2015. 15. Okay. And by August, we've we've moved into all these communities that were also ravaged by those crises. We started with Ryom uh, communities, Mangu communities, Fursum community in just east, uh, Lantang, you know, and so on and so forth. And it may interest you to know that some of these revelations that we've seen were, that were left unaddressed are beginning to precipitate themselves into what we are seeing today. As it were.
2: All right. I think uh, you've actually, uh, I, I love the educational aspect. Mm, uh, yes. You've actually touched uh, so mm. many. It means you're familiar with That's this right. very terrain. Mm. Uh, but talking about uh, this issue going on national television, yes. Uh, former House of Reps member, uh, one who was actually, you know, removed by the Court of Appeal, yes. uh, you know, some months back or in November, uh, made his own statement and he mentioned. Some vitalities I want us to listen Probably put on the headphones so we'll Listen right. to uh, you know The voice of uh, Dachung Musa Bagos uh, You know on the Things he said Maybe you'll have To pick up one or Two to talk about On this very uh, you Know uh, point of Ease
3: research have shown we have our research documents on all the areas that have been attacked on the plateau so far are areas that have the high density of mineral resources and not just mineral resources high density of uh, agricultural produce and they are areas that you know that they are predominantly farmers the vegetation it has a high yield in farm crops so, so this are uh, research this is the research that is already there uh, in the public domain mango vocals jot uh uh, Berkeladi, Rio, these are areas that have high level of mineral resources. And again, when you look at these mineral resources, steam and all those mineral resources that you use to produce, be it phones, the drones, even guns, all those mineral resources that are in high demand in the West because of the usage of technology. These are the kind of mineral resources that you find on the plateau on a high, on a high quantum. So these are issues that government really needs to to look at the issues of mineral resources up here in the north to be able to address the issue of insecurity. As issue of farmers' headers clash, I which the narratives have been changed since our dear governor has come into into power, that the issue of killings on the plateau is, is mere genocide, land grabbing, for the purpose of the, the mining activities, for the purpose of vegetation. They have, have the, the vegetation in those areas, those are the major reasons.
2: All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, I think you heard that very well. Uh, he mentioned two points. Yeah. First, natural resources and then on political reasons. Yeah. Do you agree with him?
1: Uh, well, uh, it's not about whether I agree or not. Uh, there are realities on ground. I think I had a cause uh, to call the attention of the member <laughs> at the time uh, when he was also discussing some of these issues. I personally, uh, you know, put a call through to him. Uh, to be able to expand the horizon of the discussion, uh, in as much as I would want to consent that there are issues that have to do with mineral resources, but we must not only reduce it to that. Mm. Uh, if if you remember what I said, I said uh, history is already there; you yeah. can't True. undo history, mm-hmm. but you need to manage it. If you go further. To educate the public about what the honorable member has said, then let me remind a lot of listeners, uh, which is what history is all about, uh, that uh, as far back as 1894, uh, we've had a commission of inquiry at the mineral sites, 1894, where there was also conflict. If you've read the history from the likes of late uh, St. Luca Gom, the elder statesman, then you can also understand how these things happened. But this is not the time to talk about history. Again, if you look at the Excavation of mineral resources from Ririwan, which is the capital of Dogwa Local Government, as far back as between 1815 and 18, I mean 1810 to 1849. Then you can understand the movement of people who are interested in economy. So let's not go back uh, to that. We should be able to manage what we have on ground at the moment. There are mineral resources, and I must add to what the Honourable Member has said. I was also in the picture of drafting a certain agreement between a community in Wase. <laughs> so I am also conversant with uh, that dimension of the analysis. Uh, what perhaps he has also failed to mention is the implication of uh, the mineral resources in terms of this movement of weapons and movement of people within the context of these general areas as it were yes we can look at that as an economic dimension to it but can we also say that is the immediate factor responsible for the mango crisis for mm-hmm. example <laughs> then you will also need to look at it with a deeper eyeglass to look at it let me give you an example now if you go to washi you are going to have one of the most uh, 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 required mineral resources solid mineral resources that is needed by the international communities for the manufacturing of quite of a number of some of these technological things that he's talking about. If you take uh, let me say Kwan for example. Yes. There was a time that we made a case where the Chinese were also extracting a certain timber on the Pandan Wildlife Park and we raised issues about that. I remember even on this very platform a member came here to discuss the issue And we say that part of those timbers that are being collected there, go to China and find out what they are doing with it. What does that mean? We got to know that part of the wood that you use for AK-47 manufacturing, AK-49, have something to do with that. Now, if you also go through Sabongeri, for example, where communities have been attacked, you see, it's the same trajectory that we've had since ni- 1894. <laughs> In the true sense of the word, because you find tin deposits there. If you go to Bokos, it's the same thing. If you take Miango and you see the conflicting part between the crisis that we had some years back with communities slightly within the borders of Vom and part of uh, Myung- uh, part of our uh, Basa local government yeah. through that particular axis then you know that it has something to do with mineral resources then again every other places that we have seen in terms of some of these attacks in just in kuru karami in kuru baba in whatever in kuru jenta you also find these mineral resources but let us not reduce it only to that let us look at it holistically and that is why i said we must look at the ideological issues with the historical issues. And marry them up with the economy, political, and social. You ask a very fundamental question. 48 hours after the man was shown in, what happened? We saw sporadic attacks. Yes, That means that there was a political inclination to it. You can't take it back. Hmm. Caught me right. There was a political connotation to it. I'm happy that the governor alluded to it, even on national spaces, yeah. where he has made discussion. There is a political dimension to it. So you need to unravel Who are the baboons in the forest beating the drums for the monkeys that are dancing on the street with AK-47 attacking communities? Mm. You need to unravel those baboons. You need to destroy the forest to be able to bring out the baboons in the true sense of it. So look at the political dimension of it which is very fundamental. 48 hours again after the Thanksgiving at the Rampam Township Stadium, we saw these things uh, springing up again. Then you should also be asking yourself, now if there is a high demand of pick milk by a group of criminals if for you to be able to catch the criminals you need to follow the milk mm. that's true you need to follow the milk because the milk will lead you to the criminal <laughs> as it were yeah. so the point I'm trying to make is that we need to see these political gladiators coming on the same table to look at the matters holistically and I'm happy with what governor Sule said the governor of Nasarawa State when he came to condole with the people of Plateau State. But I'm disappointed that having said that they will convene immediately the meeting of not Central governors to look at border issues, to look at issues of common interest, to look at issues of politics. I am talking to you now. This is how many weeks down the line. If the issue of security is important to these governors, I had expected that in 48 hours, again, time is a necessity when it comes to commodity of life and death. Very true. They should have convened a meeting yes. so that we look at it. What is Nasarawa doing about the borders between Asakio and Kwanpan, for example? What is Nasarawa doing between its borders between Wamba, for example, and part of Bokos? Bokos. What is Niger doing in terms of its borders and the forest movement of these nihilist groups on bikes hmm. from Zungeru right up to the borders of Abuja into Nasarawa state yeah. to Shandam to Kwanpan? Hmm. And then they have the audacity to come through and pass through areas of, uh, 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 for example, East Abor to Jibilik Right up to uh, eh, 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 Nyes, right up to Kopal, right up to Panyam, right up to the places where they went to launch their attack. It means that somebody has not closed the door. True. Somebody has left the door. Then again, let's look at Bauchi State. What is Bauchi State doing as a governor with regards to the borders between Mangu, Gindri, and Lere? there's access between Chancellor where they have also been attacked where are these people coming from if they are exactly within us among us with us in us then of course we need to flush those particular groups that we're talking about so I think clearly speaking let's not take our eyes away Mm -hmm. from the Mm ball yesterday the DSS arrested one of the uh, uh, let me just say the national president of the Mieti Allah. Allah kautal Hore. Mm. Yes. and that is alaji Al- yes exactly mm. he was arrested yesterday at kilometer 22 in their head office close to the church on your way to to abuja, abuja. Uh, as it were uh, uh, kilometer 22 that is kefi abuja road he was arrested by the gate yesterday what happened why did the dss pick him up that there were four thousand over four thousand people that indicated interest in full full community to join a vigilante group that he has also put in place and we thought that that would have been fantastic if it gets the endorsement of the government mm. the security agencies but what happened we saw that according to him 2140 of those persons have already been recruited, given uniforms, and according to him, he said that they are going to sing into action within the Je- Nasarawa general area. That any fulani community that is involved in crime, whether it is cattle rustling, whether it is attack of communities, including Bell Loturji, the notorious and Nihilist uh, uh terrorist bandits. bandits, they say they are going to invite such persons that they don't like the way they are being killed in the forest. What they want to do is that to pick up these people and hand them over to the security. So you will now see that the issue is taking a bigger dimension. Dimension, And if you are looking at these borders, then you must be able to swing into action immediately as governors. But I said on Saturday, when we gathered youths from the 17 local governments, and I mentioned this fundamentally by the PYC, where we had a security summit, Mm. I was a keynote presenter there and I said something. I said the actions of these governors would amount to nothing until and unless you bring the ethnic nationalities and the youths as well as the PYC on the same table. Mm. You must also bring them on the table, from Vandikya to Uurturpo, to other places in in Benue State, right to Taraba, okay? <clears throat> then the youths in Bauchi, then the youths in Nasarawa State. Then the youths in other Niger State, country state country in Kwara yeah. yeah, State, country, yes. in the federal capital territory from buari right up to the other area, uh, municipal area councils. You must bring all of them on the table. Now, if you do that, then you are going to have an understandability that is going to be based on a collective community surveillance that right. will address the issues. Yes. I also recommended at that meeting that we must take this discussion from the cities to the villages. To mobilize communities whether they are muslim communities whether they are christian communities whether they are birom communities whether they are muggable communities whether they are Ron communities whether they are mushere communities with apology if i didn't mention your ethnic group but all these people must be brought on the same table right. so that we can now understand who is bringing the issues among us and if you are not part of that, then we know that intentionally. If you remove yourself from that, then we know that you are the enemy at the end of the day. I think understand. that that fundamentally should be brought on the table. Of course. All
0: right. So um, uh, yesterday as well, the Plateau State Police Command yes. uh, made a statement saying mm. that the situation is now under control, yes. um, including the fact that the governor mm. has already placed a curfew, yes. a twenty-four hour curfew with mm. immediate effect. Are we saying that the curfew is enough, or our security agents doing enough to mm. make sure that lives and properties of citizens mm. are safe? Mm. Also, yesterday we saw that a mm. church and a mosque got burnt yes. in the attack yesterday. Are mm. we saying that this is gradually progressing into an ethno-religious crisis? To add to and
2: that, mm. I think sorry to add to that, mm. five fam- uh, five members of a family were burnt, totally uh, wiped out, mm. wiped out completely. And
0: to also ma- mention that on Saturday in Bocos, uh I was. Opportuned to be in a place where an entire family was also burnt, and these reoccurring incidences, we don't know when they are going to stop. What is our what are we going to say to? Put our government and our security agencies on their toes until this thing is nipped in the yeah, bud. I've
1: started talking about the way forward. Yes. You must bring these people on the on, 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 on the table. They must take charge of their communities. Because at it's currently constituted, communities are not in charge of their communities. And I'm saying this with a louder voice. Communities are not in charge. Okay? What they are doing is to manage it. I say kudos to the governor, His Excellency, Barisakalep Manasse Fuang. For his proactive action. Mm. But that is part of trimming the leaves. How do we get to the root the of roots the issue? The of the issue. We commend the governor for it. Yesterday, uh when this thing started, we have people on ground. Uh a most also in the Dawo area was also affected, yes. okay? And we saw movement of people from Dawo to the Shabongari area. But this is the analysis that I was trying to give. That was why I painted that picture. I say in just today we have demarcated between Muslim communities and Christian, Christian communities. communities. When it happened in, in, in places like Mungel, for example, the Muslims moved to the other side. Mm-hmm. When it happened in Angulujos they moved to the other side. Mm. When it happened in uh, uh, Anguandoki, they moved to the other side from uh, Laim Baba Masa in Anguandoki, We saw how that place was roasted down, down to ground, mm. as, as it were, and up till today, people are yet to pick up their pieces. Mm-hmm. People moved to the other side uh, from Angwanguriki right up to let's say places like Narabi. We saw movement of people. Let me paint the picture too. There were people from Mangun, from Ampang, from Panyam, in major communities that have lived for many years that were also displaced. From those areas to go to the other side because they are looking for solace That was a danger of religion hmm. crisis that was a danger of that coloration hmm. I'm happy you asked the question is it enough yes at a moment in which it is able to stem the tides of the sporadic expansion of this crisis, crisis. the governor has done well but we must deepen it why is it that even at this moment and I said I'm going to meet the governor one-on-one to discuss the issue that as we're talking now the peace-building agency which is part of the recommendation that we made in 2016 for its establishment. We don't even have a director general in peace building agency. So sad. You have a director of admin who is overseeing the activity of peace building agency. Kudos to the governor. We have an SSA on security. See. On Saturday, I almost lost my voice, as if I knew something was going to happen. I said the inspector general of police will shoot, as a matter of fact, immediately release a helicopter of the police for aerial surveillance. Hmm. For aerial surveillance. Because to me, I did not sleep on Friday and Saturday. My permutation was about the celebration that people were having and the Thanksgiving that was coming Coming on Sunday. And I thought to myself, I said, good Lord, I hope nothing is going to happen. Mm. If we focus on celebration and we forget about our guards in terms of our security, Mm. we the traducers may also have their field day. While we are celebrating, they are not. While you are mocking them by your celebration, they are not. So I expected that there should have been also a proactive action. But I'm happy that the SSA to the governor on security okay, has also been able to take extra step to the extent that yesterday we saw the inspector general of police releasing a helicopter for aerial surveillance. surveillance. And so which means that if there is a report, and a securities report, which is intelligence, that there are movement of suspicious movement of people, okay, whether it is in the night or in the daytime, we should be able to see these surveillances coming into effect. So the point I'm trying to make is that in as much as we have taken this step to stop it, we need to clean it from the minds of the people so that it doesn't go back. That when you leave this coffee, coffee cannot remain forever at yes, all. At it can remain forever. Mm. When are we putting on ground to ensure so that even dish. the operation Hakwarin Damisa? That we have on ground cannot be there forever, yes. and they cannot cover every aspect of the areas that I mentioned. And also from exactly, if I you go to Deka from Deka, and you take through to Atukun from Atukun Atukun to Ajing, it will take you back to the other general area of fish farm to the drive right up to Washna. Now, the question I'm asking is that there are a lot of, I I say this with all sense of responsibility, a lot of Fulani around that particular area. Who will even speak better than you in terms of your ethnic, I mean, language and so on and so forth? That's true. Okay. But who is coming with the seat outside? Is there a collaboration? Uh, For example, now if we chase these people away into the forest, there's nothing as dangerous as a man who have nothing to lose, venturing into conflict. Mm. So if we chase these people to those places, they go to Narabi, Narabi will reject them. Yes, they are brothers. They can accommodate them for a few days. Perhaps in the primary school. When school resumes, they are on their own. They need to also go back. Where do you want them to go back? If they have nowhere to go back, they carry their arms. Because, like I said, there's nothing as dangerous as a man who has nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Or who has lost everything venturing into such crisis. He becomes a rascal. He's more dangerous than a shot of a bullet within a perimeter of over 100 uh, degrees, as it were. So, for me, clearly, while we are taking this step, let's swing into our community engagements immediately. Let's mobilize peace-building agency. Let's mobilize our NGOs let the house of assembly come back and sit down thank goodness last week I, made, uh, I sat, uh, made attempt to sit with the Speaker of the House of Assembly to look at these issues. And, of course, we look at some of the issues that have to do with the part of the legislature. This is not time for conflict. Mm. This is not time to tell me that, look, I must reclaim my seat here and there. Mm. It's a time for us to quench the fire that is burning the, yeah, house, the house itself yeah. before we can think about politics. So we must come back on the same drawing table. Both the APC and the PDP, call them back. Sit on the same table. Labor, call them back. Sit on the same table. I have the minutes of meeting of all the communities from Jebjan to Birom uh, 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 groups to Izere to Anaguta and many of them from the sittings day one in terms of these minutes to the latter part of it let me tell you the recommendations you have them there not up to 15 percent of those things have been addressed mm. don't you think that is a ke- ke- we're sitting on a cake of uh gun powder. Powder. this is the situation we're talking about let's go back to the root let's reopen it let's see people you know engaging in terms of these conflicts it's not time for you to go and sit in your comfort zone in a hotel and be typing on facebook this is not the time Youth must come together irrespective of religion, traditional rulers must reconvene, irrespective of their chiefdoms. Then we should also be able to see political uh, uh, aspirants coming on the same table. All of us must reconvene on the same table to be able to discuss these issues. Patrick, Dr. Patrick Dakum, Nenta Weyilwada, uh, Nandi Chendang, uh, I just mentioned all of them. Let us come back. Abashia, all of us should come back on the same table. The governor, as a matter of fact, should reconvene this city. And let us also have pidan springing up its own uh, uh, effort as all well. Right. Mm. The pidan is not the time for you to sleep. Mm. You must mobilize ethnic communities on the same table. There are representatives of all these ethnic communities. Let us sit down and discuss it. The communities in, 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 among the Muslims, let us all come back to the same table. Mm. Nobody should deceive us. That this is about either religion or not. Mm. Let us sit on the same table and look at it. And anybody that is not ready to come to the table, as it were, then we should know that that is our enemy. The media houses from Unity FM to JFM to Silver Bay to KTFM to PRTV... All of us must sacrifice a certain element of our time for peace promotion on, in the state. That, and when we true. do this, then we will be looking at a collective effort in trying to fight one common enemy. Yeah. Because uh, the good ones among us are more than the bad ones yeah. among us.
2: I think that have actually mentioned a lot before we open the yes. phone lines. Uh, you know, in each of this attack, yes. we see this, uh you know uh, you know Operation Safe Heaven. Yes. Uh, we see Special Task Force up to the extent, mm. I think I think a military base uh, was actually mm. you know uh, open there in Mang'u at right. at some point. and. They made it their headquarters for the moment. Yes. Uh, we, we, we when we experienced that attack after mm. the swearing of the governor. Now, yes. talking about this, the security outfits in Nigeria, you know we've actually had so many condolences whenever mm. it happens on the plateau. You yes. see people coming from left, exactly. right, center coming. You know, sending them. Con- you, you, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, condemn. Yes. Well, everybody yes. condemning one or two. You know, yes. but at this point, I think uh, we've gone past condemnation because right. there are predictions that this mm. might happen again. Yes. If the security outfits or the federal government don't do something, mm. uh, you know, to stop this from your own point of view. What mm. do you think is the federal government should do mm. to end this because this is becoming, uh, you know, you, this is actually becoming so bad because mm. you and I might be sitting here today, That's right. we don't know we what don't tomorrow know what, exactly. or, or what the and next five minutes may be like, yes. Yes.
0: And also, to add mm. to what um, his question is, what mm. also is the fate of these locals? Mm considering that their communities have been burnt down, Mm. is there going to be an alleviation program for Mm. them to be able to return? uh, Yes, Yes. Yes, exactly, because as it is Mm. now, we have over 10,000 displaced persons Mm. on the plateau. And more are joining
2: because of what happened. So
0: what is the fate of them returning back to Mm. their ancestral lands?
1: Will they be able Mm. to rebuild from the scratch? I think we need to review our security strategies, and I keep saying it. There are things I'm sorry I will not discuss on this platform Mm. because it's not a security meeting. If you invite me at a security meeting where you have like minds who will take action about it, and for the purpose of confidentiality, I will be able to discuss it at that security meetings, uh, as it were. But let me talk about the general aspects of it. The federal government have the honours. Let me tell you the truth: any government that is unable to secure the people have no business being in government. True. If you lie, you can construct the best roads. If you lie, you can give us the best uh, bridges. Is it not on the fantastic roads on the streets of uh, uh, Zamfara that people are? Picking top mm. is it not on the fantastic uh, areas you have provided water and bridges that the same nihilist bandit terrorist groups also cross through with their bikes is it not the same uh, facilities you provided the schools the beautiful schools in Jengebe that they went there and picked the girls so if you cannot secure the lives of the people i can tell you honestly speaking my brother if i have the chance to look at Tinubu in the face I would tell him to suspend any other state activities until we nip in the boat. These shameful security challenges that we're having here and there.
0: Year in, year out.
1: It is the most fundamental. I'm happy that the president has also said that he takes that into priority. But let me ask you the question. If the federal government words are anything to go by, and we had all promises, chief of defense staff, the chief of army staff, we saw also the Inspector General of Police, Police. appearing before the Red capital Chamber during their screening. They promised Nigerians that no lives will be lost. They are going to safeguard communities, that these attacks will stop henceforth. They went there and did their oral interview while the National Assembly. As we are talking today, how many communities have been attacked? How many lives have been lost? It means the police have not actually been What are they apart. going to tell us? Even the Has the National Assembly reconvened to ask them why is it that these things have continued? Check and balance. From their recess?
0: Accountability.
1: Accountability. Yes. We need to see these things. Then again, I tell you this. A single soldier, do you know what it means to wear a uniform of a soldier? The single soldier is brutally and economically effective when it comes to fighting crisis. But he waits on directives. Yes. Orders. Orders for him to be able to swing into action. You think even the civil defense today, if we empower them, they cannot flush these guys out? They you think the police, if we empower them today, they cannot flush these guys out? So the question you ask is where is a command structure that is a cock in the wheel of progress? Where is it? Is it the Mandara Mountains? Is it the Jagarwaji communities in Meduguri? Is it the Riom community? What is the cycle of the area of, of Riom, Barking Ladi, Bokos? For example, that you will come and tell plateau people that the terrain has stopped you from responding to over 36 distress calls. (laughs) You should be trained better than anybody in the terrain. What kind of training do we give you? Do you do training in the city with woods and lock of woods and and then not in in the forest where it is happening? happening? Any hunter that hunts in the city and comes home with a chicken to his wife is a thief. He's a thief. So when you hunt in the city, you stop people around Lamingo with your advance anti-crime patrol. You stop people on local axis, anti-crime patrol. What are you hunting here? When the action is in the forest, mm. what is the detachment that you have sent to those places? With all the ministers, even the minister of defense that came to Bocos, would you ever have contemplated that this thing is going to happen again? so sad. I think
2: so uh, it's time for us to open the phone
1: lines.
0: Yes, uh, phone lines are already buzzing. Uh, 0812 or zero nine zero five five
2: six Alright. Hello, good morning. Alright, that was a okay, miss. Let's lost, take this uh, one. Call. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning to you. Please your name and where you're calling from. Please, you uh, just have uh, a few minutes. I mean, a few seconds. Alright, go, go
0: ahead and make your contributions very this quickly.
2: This is my own personal opinion. Uh...
4: I've uh, been making this comment time with that number. We have to do the needful. You know, some people will be telling us uh, it's no matter of political party or whatever until we flood this APC out of the platform of Nigerian politics before we get things right. Because in 2014 to 2016, they promised Nigeria heaven on earth about security issues and other issues in the country what are we witnessing now it becomes worse worse for every day nigerians are crying hunger all over the land you cannot even allow people to breathe why can't they allow the poor to breathe i'm telling you let's do the needful without doing the needful this thing was continue, and they are not doing anything about it
2: good morning thank you so much Jude uh for that uh please let's know that uh, calls and facebook comments are not properties of gfm 101.9 right. about opinion or opinions of individuals who actually try to contribute from the phone lines thank you hello good morning all right i think that was a miss
0: hello good morning
2: good morning good morning,
0: good morning. welcome to the program your name and where you're joining us from
2: Richard,
4: we all the good comrade, Bernard on the line. Please extend my greeting to send me here i All right. Okay.
2: Thank you. Okay. Thank
4: you. Okay. Okay. See you,
2: See you. Professor
4: and the comrade, Luca Pompei, God yeah. bless you. Amen. You do your best.
2: Yeah, thank you. You have just a well, few well, seconds. I don't
4: please. have anything to say that this country is it a crime to want to have a solid mineral. Yeah, because people have depositors, only so now that the country it becomes a threat to that city, that community, which type our country, and we're running. We do use our diversity mm. to make Nigerian great. Mm. And you know what happened to John Maxwell. Whenever you see a nation moving forward, it borders on the leadership. Mm. Look at integrity, look at the calibre, look at the history. Of people who are tough today, we are doing business because of the grace of God. So we should do the right thing so that we can move forward. All right. Well, the day the APC captured this power you know, again, like the other man said, it is. not say, wow. How can we get something good out of wrong? It's not possible. Look at the guy, like. Somebody is saying there. It's people came there. Of heaven and act. Throw this ship out. Name them. Shame them and make sure that people go back to their ancestral land. We should have done. Everything is just a, the, the usual propaganda. We should do the right thing so that this country can move on. We don't have anything to recreate. All right. Come on, nice Thank you morning. so
2: much, Thank Congress. you
0: very much for joining the program. Yeah. Hello, good morning. All okay. right.
2: I think we have some comments on the Facebook page there.
0: Well, um, this comment here says I don't think it's our responsibility to protect ourselves because we have submitted that right to the government across board, which I feel should be made a just justifiable right. But we but the government is provening to incapable okay. But the government is proving to be incapable of protecting us. They should, without arrest and detaining us, allow us to protect ourselves, which I believe we will do perfectly. Enough is enough. And this is from uh, Albert Akaya Dagza. And then we also have uh, a comment here saying, uh, Good morning to the crew and the guests in the studio the security agencies are not helping matters with the act of bias for not going after the troublemakers and i want to use this opportunity to plead with the governor to step up his efforts of strengthening the operation rainbow with immediate effect okay um let's return back to the phone lines
2: hello good morning Right, that was a miss uh let's get back there hello good morning another uh, miss there all right, uh, you actually heard from this comment, I think, a touching one there. The pe- this person saying we don't have uh, what it takes to uh, protect, protect ourselves, ourselves. Mm. but they, we've actually handed everything across board to the government to do mm. so. As individuals, aren't we supposed to protect ourselves?
1: What about first? surveillance? What about community? The security mm. is not omnipresence. <laughs> they are not a deity. It can not be everywhere at the same time. How do you cooperate with the security? But how, more importantly, how does the security cooperate with you? <laughs> because it's very fundamental. Now, the truth of the matter is that the aspect of humanitarian uh, intelligence surveillance is for communities. <laughs> I must say that. The aspect of counterintelligence, as far as those guys planning in the communities are concerned, is also for communities. But I agree with the person that the security have the responsibility. Why do we even pay tax in the first place? When you see a policeman, or when you see a military man on the highway, or with a gun, who do you think is responsible for the monies that accorded him that gun? It is the civilians. It is our money. Section 14 of 1999 Constitution, as amended, has said that the primary responsibility of government is that of the protection of lives and and property of citizens, vis-a-vis the welfare of the people. So, And I said that if it has failed to do so, then the government has failed. Simplicita. There is no two-way about it. So the reality about it is that, yes, the security owes us accountability. By now, we should be able to see the security explaining to us why they are unable to address those issues with compassion. They should be able to tell us why they have failed. What is a glitch in terms of these uh, 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 windows that have opened up for these guys to attack? I think we should be asking that question. They owe us. We don't owe them. Mm. That's true. They owe us, and that's very fundamental. Somebody talk about whether it's APC or PDP. I'm not looking at political parties not, not, not now. They has no political parties when it comes to that. We don't want to go into that and divide the people. During the PDP, did we not see killings? Let us tell ourselves the truth. But this is not a political platform. If you want to reduce human lives to statistics, then perhaps you will be talking about another dimension of the crisis. Mm. is not time for us to play lay blame. It's time for us to come back now they are in power what do we do do we just fold our arms and say because they have failed to address us we should not prick their conscience and tell them that you need to do this they owe us and i say this with all sense of responsibility senior comrade bernard has also raised the issue which is yeah. very fundamental it goes beyond talking we should be able to see action when you tell people how many of you who are talking in your comfort zones have also gone to these communities to go and see what is also happening <laughs> all right i think how many uh, I, how I many went to, to jude to go lines. and see the people that came under the, the dagger thing. of those attackers mm.
2: all right let's take uh, I, think, I think let's go back to the phone lines uh we'll get back to you to get your final hello. words hello good morning
1: good morning sir
2: yeah good morning please your name where you're calling from you have just yeah. 50 seconds my name is Suleiman. All right. from Abuja all right Suleiman. From go, a,
4: ahead. go ahead yes sir i'm calling you from Abuja, sir. wow let's go yes sir. Please, sir let me just make my briefly yes more especially the issue of this institute that is going on. Okay. So we want to appeal for the governor, please. You see, I think it's because they did not take the proper action. What happened during of the eve of uh, Xmas? You can see the terrorists that attack Mang'u before Xmas are the same people still doing this in uh, 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 Mang'u local government. I, I wonder why it is Mang'u now. I wonder why because. For some years back, Mangu has not experienced these insecurity challenges. But I don't know why.
2: Alright, Suleiman, okay, uh, uh, apologies I think that mm-hmm. went off, but we know your point uh, quickly, yeah. uh, we'll surely uh, address that, uh, uh, back to you now because of time, uh, quickly time factor yes. uh, I think in one minute, what will be mm-hmm. your last word and uh, maybe reaction to some of this uh, that have been I, made I think
1: it's not time for talk it's yeah. time for all heads to come on the same table, Yeah, uh, we've had enough of this uh, uh, senseless uh, attacks and all that when we keep shouting and talk, we've gone to different places with the solution, they say uh, what you are looking for in Sokoto uh, is in your Sokoto. Mm. Uh, I think the solution is with us here. <laughs> we must go back to the drawing board. It's not time for you to sit in, on public space and begin to uh, make noise like a hunt, foolish hunter who goes for hunting with the beating of Owambe in the forest. Mm-hmm. The animals are not going to wait for you there. So I think we need to bring our heads together, let's have the communities cooperating too. You talk about the IDPs, it's very fundamental. Let me tell you, we should be able to suspend all activities of provisions and the cameras and sympathizing with them in those IDP camps and focus on building them back Back. into their communities. Mm. That way we'll be doing them right as it were palliatives is not the way to go yes they need to fit they need to eat as it were but they shouldn't be the object of camera for people who go there and snap so that they get money on top of the situation as it were mm-hmm. work on the community return the back like the rob community myself his excellency the governor uh the apc governorship candidate and dr Daku made this promise i remember at the zang commercial that we are going to look at that and kudos that we are seeing effort but let us not have more of them into the idp camps Mm -hmm. as it were uh, in the true sense of it so uh, we hope that these things will be nipped in the bud. we support the governor to be able to achieve this because he cannot do it alone and it's very important the house of assembly like i said also have a responsibility they should swing into action let's see what we can do Uh, operation rainbow two we need to empower them and see how they can move in all right.
2: Many thanks for joining us this morning, uh, our, our able comrade in the building. Uh, many thanks. We've actually gotten so much from you. And we hope uh, whoever is listening will actually put th- these uh, you know, words of yours into actions. This is the size of the package this morning on the Morning journey, of course, uh, the Let's Talk segments.
0: All right. Uh, thank you once again for joining us. Do well to stay glued to our social media platforms at JFM Live on Facebook and at JFM Joss on Twitter to be kept abreast with recent occurrences and happenings in our state. I am now Mikkery,
2: and Richard Balung is my name.
0: And together we say
2: bye-bye. goodbye. Thank you for
0: listening to JFM Podcast. <laughs>